Welcome back to another episode of Quick Spin, the Auto Week podcast that gets to the essence of the automobile. Today, we are talking about the 2022 Volvo XC60. That's right, the mid-sized crossover from Volvo got refreshed and we are driving it. You can take a look at this Volvo on our Instagram page right now. That's at Auto Week USA. And hey, while you're over there, why don't you head over to our Facebook page, click that like button. That way you get all the great Auto Week content we deliver daily sent directly to you. Also, hey, sorry about last week. I took a little bit of time off to go to the doctor, but all is well. More importantly, all will be even better after we pay the bills. Want to go behind the scenes with the editors of Auto Week Car and Driver and Road and Track? Become a member of the Track Club and receive six supersized issues of the new Road and Track, plus access to digital content, dozens of partner privileges, exclusive invites to editorial events, and first dibs on insider automotive events both online and around the world. Hop on in by visiting roadandtrack.com slash autoweek. That's R-O-A-D-A-N-D-T-R-A-C-K dot C-O-M forward slash A-U-T-O-W-E-E-K. And Patrick, tell me about this 2022 Volvo XC60. Yeah, it is 2022 indeed. It's a whole new world for the Volvo XC60. The one I had, the full name, you know, Volvo loves these long names. It's the XC60 B6 all wheel drive R design. So for 2022, this has some cosmetic upgrades. It's got a new 48 volt hybrid system and Probably the most exciting thing is there is this Google-based infotainment system that is very fun to play with and actually uh, works quite well when you're actually motoring down the road. Hey, those are all important things. But a little bird told me that you actually went on a walk around with a Volvo person. And uh, I think they will give us all a good little preview of this Volvo XC60. I am walking around the 2022 Volvo XC60 B6 all-wheel drive R design, and I am joined by Go Wrong from Volvo, and he's just going to kind of walk around the vehicle and let us know some of the uh, the cool features. Now, where does this fit into the Volvo lineup in terms of size? So the XC60 actually sits right between the XC40 and XC90. So it is an SUV with uh, five passenger capability and plenty of cargo space as well. It's a fantastic size. Um, Having driven it uh, a little bit and just, you know, kind of looking in the back, it seems like it sort of hits that sweet spot. And you did mention that this is the most popular Volvo model in the U.S. market. Correct, correct. This year is actually going to be our number one selling car. Yes. Very cool. And this is a very beautiful crystal white metallic. It really pops. It really looks great on the road. Um, Now, there are some new features. I wonder if you could talk a little bit about um, the the engine and the mild hybrid. Sure, sure. So as you mentioned, this is a B6 all-wheel drive that we're looking at today. And with the B6, it's part of our new engine lineup with B replacing the T as a mild hybrid engine. With that, you're going to get better performance, better fuel economy, and it's replacing the old supercharger with a much more quieter e-charger. Right. So a lot less noise and smoother transitions. And the power is pretty impressive, right? It's up to about 295 horsepower. 295 horsepower, yes, that's correct. And about a 5.9 second, zero to 60. Nice. So it does give you that nice, uh, nice 
instant go. And it, especially with these new engines that you mentioned, the mild hybrids, you get something that, that's called an integrated starter generator or an ISG that gives a instant torque boost at the lower RPM. Now I noticed that. Now that's more like, it's not necessarily um, off the bat acceleration, but more like passing acceleration once you've gotten the RPMs up a bit, correct? Exactly, so that kicks in around the 3000 RPM range. It's more for your like everyday driving when you're trying to pass a car or merge on to like an oncoming ramp. I mean, that's really when you need it, right? I mean, you're not really, you know, unless you're a drag racer, like, you know, stomping on it from a dead start very often in normal driving conditions. Um, Well, like I said, it really is gorgeous. Can you just talk a little bit about some of the new design uh, language that uh, we got going on here? So as you mentioned, this today what we're looking at is an R design. That's more of our sportier theme. And it's actually really beautiful in this crystal white because the R design has a lot of black accents that really pop with this color. So for Model Year 22, in the front, you'll notice we have larger air blades and a much cleaned up lower fascia. Absolutely. This line over here. Yeah. Compared to the Model Year 21s, there's a little bit more going on, but this gives it a much more sporty, fresh look. Mm-hmm. And we have a nice glossy black grill mesh as well. New design there with the new Volvo iron mark as well. We actually, you could see, we replaced the iron mark here with the more, there's more sensors actually located within the iron. Oh, okay. And it's heated. So in those icy conditions, the ice will melt off and it won't block any of the sensors and the camera. Oh, that's, that's really smart. Um, and then the lines kind of carry through to the back. I noticed in one of the illustrations, it's almost like an arrow design yeah, so pointing a, towards the back of oh the vehicle. Arrow. Exactly, exactly. And that air blades that you saw that were vertical in the front actually come through the rear with the horizontal uh, air blades that are replacing the tailpipes. So we have a nice, again, very subtle hidden tailpipe execution here, which you won't even miss them because of the sporty execution that's done. Totally, and it all works together in such a cohesive way. Yeah, I Um, agree, I agree. Well, thank you so much, Gorong. Thank you, really appreciate it. So a bunch a bunch to really take away from that. But my big thing, Patrick, would you say that Mad Max was right or well ahead of the curve with the scene where he has an electrically driven supercharger? Because uh, <laughs> that is uh, we live in the future now. And I think that the creators of that film maybe need to get some, um, I think, points uh, on on this design. I'm now picturing some of those like scenes from Mad Max with all of them in Volvos. And it suddenly <laughs> becomes a much, much less dramatic film. It's it's becomes a lot more practical i'd say as a movie yeah it's uh, a the original mad max becomes less of a (laughs) a, a, an action film more of a like a swedish art film yeah exactly like uh there should be someone playing chess against death or something once they uh, get out of the volvo totally um yeah no the the engine works great actually uh one of the things i did notice i think go wrong mentioned was the start stop system you know they have that new starter generator and i'm I don't know if you're like me. I'm one of these people who really dislikes the start-stop when it's too, uh, you know, when you're seeing a light and it's like, oh, the car's off. And it's like too dramatic or, it, you know, you really feel it too much, right? Unrefined is the uh, the word. The, Unrefined. The, the, the term, yeah, that we'd use in the Yes, industry. exactly. Um, well, in this Volvo, it is very refined and it's seamless and it made me not minded at all and you know i'm good like i keep it on even though it annoys me but i guess a lot of people do turn off the start stop uh option and so this will hopefully you know get more people you know keeping it going because it does actually you know save a fair amount of power 
Well, Patrick, I don't want to be rude or anything, but it sounds an awful lot like you drove this thing. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. Well, and I thought uh, I see it now. I think we will jump to that recording right now. Hey, Google. Turn on heated seat. Okay, turning on the seat heater for the driver. Hey, Google. Play Yacht Rock. Sure, asking Spotify to play Yacht Rock. I am happy as a clam in my Volvo. My seat is warm. The Pina Colada song is playing on the radio. And I am barely driving. I have Volvo's pilot assist on, which is a second degree autonomous driving level in which I'm not steering and I'm not engaging the brake or the gas. It's keeping me perfectly within the lanes on a pretty windy road and it's stopping and starting when necessary, even stopping full stops at stoplights. So it's pretty sweet. Um, I'm really happy right now, and thanks to this Volvo, I am chilling. Want more? Road and Track is now fully loaded. Subscribe today, and for less than $5 a month, you'll get all access to supersized print issues and digital content. Hop on in by visiting roadandtrack.com slash autoweek. For listeners that aren't familiar with the Volvo or the recent string of Volvos, uh, Volvo, probably about, oh, geez, Louise, five or six years ago, I don't know what time is. It could have been longer or shorter than that. Tough to say. I don't even know how old I am. They were really kind of on the bleeding edge of this uh, of driver assistance technology. And it seems like, now I haven't driven a Volvo in a little bit of time, but it seems like it's only gotten better. Yeah. I mean, this one really nails it. You know, any anytime you use these systems, it does take a little bit of you know time to kind of give yourself in to the autonomy. You know, it's like up, oh, up. Oh, you just got to trust it. You just got to trust it. Um, you know, like the first time you're ice skating or riding a bike or something like that. But once you get used to it, you kind of get into a situation where you're like, okay, I don't really know how I used to live without this, especially when obviously you're not like doing any like spirited kind of driving because you want to be engaged yourself. But if you know, you're trying to stop and go traffic or you're really just not looking for that kind of experience at that particular moment, it works great. No, that's reassuring. But Patrick, on a quick spin, we try to get to the essence of the automobile. And the 2022 Volvo XC60 is no exception. That's right, folks. We are getting there. Uh, so, Patrick, I must ask, what is this Volvo's raison d'etre? What's its, like, what's its purpose? Why, why, why should I get this Volvo over, say, not getting this Volvo? It's a, it's a really good question. So there's a few things I'm going to say. One is it's not an inexpensive car. So the one that I drove... Um, with everything, uh, came out to about $66,000, which for, a you know, compact to midsize SUV, that's, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Um, you do get a lot with it. Um, you know, the interior is perfectly, wonderfully appointed. Um, you know, that, that Google system's great. The sound system is first class. Um, and, you know, it's always nice to have a Volvo because you do kind of stand out from the crowd a little bit, but it's something that's familiar at the same time. It's a really nice balance. Um, so there are lots of great things about it, but it, 
It's not cheap. Um, but I, I do think something you do get for that is a really interesting powertrain, right? I mean, it's, it's different than uh, what, you know, the majority of cars are set up with. And they also do have a plug-in hybrid version. But this might be for someone who's not really ready to make that jump into, you know, doing the plug-in, but still wants benefits um, like the ones we talked about and also the, like, okay, like pretty decent fuel economy. There's obviously some improvements in that thanks to the hybrid. Um, so, you know, you do get things like that. It's it's a very, you know, high, you know, for lack of a better term, high-tech powertrain setup. And it's very, you know, cutting edge indoors, inside. Um, so you, you do get a lot for that price, but you need to be ready to, you know, spend that much. How was that new google infotainment system that seems like a a departure from the old volvo infotainment system which i was a big fan of but i can understand why they would get away from census and get into something different yeah i mean it really worked well um you know most of the time or a lot of the time when you have these sorts of systems you have to really you know try a few things out before you say things in the way that the you know system will understand you know uh you have to be use their sort of nomenclature or like putting the right the words in the right order and that kind of thing but i you know i played around with this i asked for a few in a few different ways you know for temperature change for heating the seats for you know playing different kinds of music for you know looking for different kinds of restaurants or whatever um and it it did understand what i was asking in a very seamless way um unfortunately i have this problem where Anyone I'm talking to, I like to say, hey, Google, anyway. So that did confuse it a little (laughs) bit. But, you know, you just have to learn to live with that. And live with it, we will. But also, before we go, hey, Mercedes. Hello, Siri. Hey, Google. Hello, Amazon. Hey, Alexa. And I think that puts a pin in it for today. There we go. Patrick, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Oh, no, excuse me. Patrick, thank you so much for driving this thing. We really do appreciate it. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. And hey, thank you for listening. Sorry if I triggered one of your automated assistants, but I think those things are very funny and I do get mad at them myself. Uh, But if you could, why don't you take your automated assistant over to our Apple podcast page and leave a five-star review. And hey, while you're cruising the internet superhighway, why don't you go to our Facebook page and click that like button that way you get all the great auto week content we deliver daily sent directly to you. And I know I say this all the time, I say this in every episode, but... I do mean it. Without your listenership, none of this would be possible. So thank you for listening.